Welcome back to another Eat Speed podcast, the most delicious podcast of the Metroplex. I'm Bud Kennedy. I'm Robert Philpott. And Steve Wilson. It's Stock Show Week in Fort Worth. The next three weeks, we will have uh, big bulls and uh, big broncos and uh, cowboys. And, of course, that also means big cinnamon rolls in the exhibit hall at the Stock Show. Robert, you've gone out and eaten some of that Stock Show food. I did a uh, by-the-numbers story on this last year. Um, should we tell people how many calories are in that cinnamon roll? That was, no, that's um, too big a number. Yeah, that's a, it's a big number. Um, should we yeah. – Let's put it this way: If if we got the page views uh, equal to those caloric count on the cinnamon roll, click clicked on the page, yeah, then. then then we would be happy. It's 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 a pretty good number. Yeah, the um, well now there's more than cinnamon rolls out there. There's a whole uh, essentially a food court in Roundup Inn that has uh, you know Coburn's Barbecue, which is always a highlight. But you know the big deal this year is that they're opening a whole new Stockman's Cafe. The Stockman's Cafe is the 24-hour restaurant. It's in Cattle Barn Number 1, and uh, they have a new, bigger restaurant uh, that's open all night with with uh, hamburgers, burritos, breakfast, uh, you know, typical concession food. They also have some great chili, and they have a, a, just a lot of good Coburn's cooking, and it's open 24 hours. You have to have a rodeo ticket to go in, but I think it's uh, – you know, there are a couple of days when if you wear Dickie's clothes, you get in free. So I'm set. I like the idea of a stock show restaurant that's open till the cows come home. <laughs> well, the backstage club is all new. And I'm sorry, the, the Stockman's Cafe is all new and they're very proud of it. The backstage club is changing. This is the last year for Riata, the great cowboy cuisine restaurant from downtown Fort Worth, to operate the backstage club. When the Dickie's Arena opens next year, the great big new um, spaceship that's landed on the west side that looks like someone sucked up Will Rogers Coliseum into the spaceship and uh, made it like 12 times its original size we're, and put it back down. Where, as an aside, the construction on Montgomery Street is finally clear. Construction and you can is actually done. get to the restaurants you on Montgomery Street. You can get to the Montgomery Street Cafe. You can get to Jazz Cafe. You can get to the Dairy Queen. You can get to all those essential Taco Heads. Taco Heads, absolutely. You get to all those essential dining restaurants on Montgomery Street. So the street's clear, and but when the Dickies Arena opens next year, it will have its own full catering operation uh, and, and uh, suites and, and uh, special events just like AT&T. So the Backstage Club will be completely different. This is Rihanna's last year to run the Backstage Club, and so they're going to have highlights of past backstage menus, uh, calf fries and things like that. Uh, you, this is a private club. It's at the top of the rodeo arena, and it's $150 for a membership that's good for the rodeo. But Riata also, that's really undecided about what's going to happen to the other two Riata restaurants. Riata was running three, uh, had a big catering kitchen out back, and they ran three restaurants, the backstage. They also ran Riata at the rodeo, which is like a, a smaller version of Riata with a full menu, a lot of steaks, burgers, grilled chicken, salmon, salads, really good little restaurant in the exhibit hall. Uh, people would go there before the rodeo. And we're not clear of what's going to happen to that, whether that'll continue as a, a restaurant in some form or not. And uh, also La Espuela, which is the, the uh, Tex-Mex counter service restaurant that's in the Moncrief building with enchiladas, tacos, and riata tortilla soup. Um, so this might be the last year for Riata at the rodeo in La Espuela. I, I'm just, I happen to be looking at the by the number story I did from last year. Uh, 1,600, amount of servings of carne asada 
Riata at the rodeo is top seller. And it was the carne asada topped with enchiladas, and um, uh, with cheese enchiladas, uh, 30 bucks. They sold six, they expected to sell 1600 and I, I, I think they'll get another run in that this year. So that would be 1600 enchiladas, or is there one it's enchilada the or two? enchilada with, topped with cheese Ench- enchiladas. Cheese enchiladas. Yeah, so that's, that's on their regular lunch menu, too. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah, you can go get that. And Riata, of course, it has the... You know, three stories of full operating restaurant in downtown Fort Worth, and and uh, I was just there at lunch the other day having uh, having a, a club. Uh, it was a, I mean, they have some lunch specials. The the, the uh, combo at lunch is like eleven dollars, so mm-hmm. it's like I had a half club and uh, chicken chili. Although I know that's anathema to some listeners, but the yeah. uh, chicken chili and half club was a huge lunch for eleven dollars. My one warning: if they say, "Would you like the cobbler?" And be warned, that's another eleven dollars. So. Yeah. The, also, uh, with that eleven dollar deal, if you add a dollar to it, you can get a full bowl of you know, yeah. of, of the soup. So that's just a dollar more. So I usually do that when I get a saddle pack. Yeah, that's that. That you know, and and Riata's a good. We all like Riata for lunch. So Riata's a good uh, lunch deal. And of course, Saturday, if you're listening before the weekend, Saturday is the Stock Show Parade, and also Riata will be open and serving brunch downtown. If you're looking for someplace after the parade, the the busiest brunch place downtown has probably evolved into being Bird Cafe. Bird is the most popular brunch downtown. Riata uh, is a great place to have brunch. And then if you're coming and going on Texrail or the TRE from the train station, then at the south end of Main Street, uh, Little Red Wasp uh, has a very good brunch, and they're five blocks from the train station. So. And uh, dress form because stock show weather is coming in right on cue this year. Stock show weather Sunday. So, yeah, Saturday morning, the parade will be tolerable. And then by Sunday morning, it'll be 20 degrees. <laughs> and we'll have a full stock show so operation. So the chicken chili will taste really good. Yeah, that's right. It, it, all, all that uh, hot and cold will taste good. Well, um, anything else at the stock show? Well, Corn you know, dogs, you, you uh, get the, the usual the, sort of fair food there. Yeah. You, you know, turkey legs, um, huge burritos that are made in, in skillets. One skillet is like seven feet in diameter. Oh, that's right, the Texas-sized skillet. Um, there's, uh, you know, uh, there's. I've gone to a fruteria there. Mama's Pizza is um, there. Mama's Pizza. My vegetarian wife used to write a column for the Star Telegram, and she actually went and tried to find vegetarian food in the stock show, and she managed to find um, find some stuff. It, I don't think it was really all that filling. I was a lot more satisfied since I'm not a vegetarian, but. Um, but you do get the turkey legs, you get the burritos, you get the, the kind of fair food there. Um, there's a list of more than a dozen vendors, and it looks like there's more because they have multiple booths throughout the stock show. So the, the stock show will be going on for three more weekends, and so it'll also be busy. It's also a good chance, if you're in the area, to come check out the food hall at Crockett Row or one of the new um, – we talked last week about uh, Cineholic – and Hertz Donuts and all of the great new pastry purveyors and breakfast stops and then the lunch and dinner places in the West 7th area. I think I'm still working off the Hertz Donuts that we had last week. I, I know that I still, my belt's been tighter all week. Cineholic um, looked like it um, had, uh, they posted a photo from their opening day and it looked like um, they had quite a line for the I, opening. I went uh, Sunday, they opened at 7 and I went at, at 7 Sunday and uh, there were two or three people waiting to get in. So people had to have their Cineholic. And this is a vegan cinnamon roll place in case you've... Uh, yeah, but you don't have to pay any attention to that vegan part. It's a good cinnamon roll place, and you top it with whatever you want. Right. It's 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 
they, they have enough toppings to be a yogurt shop, frozen yogurt shop. Robert, you wrote this week about the uh, soft drink upheaval in Texas. And, uh, you know, a lot of people already assume, just like that so the Suburban is the, the state car of Texas and the, the Whataburger is the state burger of Texas, a lot of people already assume that Dr. Pepper was the state soft drink. And strangely enough, um, it's not the state soft drink because Texas does not have a state soft drink. I, uh, I found a, a list of... Um, state beverages online and um, a lot of states don't have a state beverage um, a surprising amount of states the state beverage is milk including kentucky where you think it would be bourbon um well good we can take it seems like the odds tx whiskey then <laughs> yeah well yeah that, that would be another one that there there's a there's a state drink a tx whiskey but um dr pepper uh started this petition on change.org um, to be the official soft drink of, of Texas, and there's already a little bit of backlash to it. I received, unfortunately, I hadn't looked at the link yet, but I received a link in the, uh, my mail this morning for another change.org petition that says that Dr. Pepper should not be the state fair, uh, state drink of Texas. Uh, I don't know what they're suggesting should be or if they just don't want Dr. Pe- Pepper to be the official state drink of Texas. I know that um, Jody Dean posted uh, um, the form, uh, K-Love DJ. Begrudgingly, yes, about the, the, the demise of Dublin Dr. Dublin Pepper. Dr. Pepper. Mm-hmm. He's he, bitter. Yeah, so he doesn't want it to be the um, uh, official state drink of Texas. And uh, something else came up about, um, um, you, I think you can find this in some of your fancier candy stores, you can buy Dr. Pepper uh, cotton candy. So I'm getting all sorts of Dr. Pepper news in my email because I wrote this Dr. Pepper story. Oh, you're getting more Dr. Pepper. Do you like Dr. Pepper? You know, I like Dr. Pepper, but I um, all but gave up drinking soda about 20 years ago. It's about the one dietary thing that I've ever done that is that is taken. Dr. Pepper, uh, diet Dr. Pepper, I think, I haven't looked at the numbers, but I keep reading about the decline in sales of Diet Coke and Coke Zero and that the Coke has just confused everybody about the, all their diet products. I bet Diet Dr. Pepper sales are still through the roof because, you know, I mean, there are the people who love Diet Dr. Pepper really crave it. And I think this is, you know, per, total personal opinion may not be relevant to you at all. I think that if you have to, if you're trying to give up a little bit of that caffeine jolt, I know you'd never want to do that, but the caffeine-free Dr. Peppers and caffeine-free, sugar-free are the best caffeine-free and sugar-free soft drinks of all the soft drinks. So they taste more authentic. Now, you know, then we have this other big problem that, you know, here Dr. Pepper's the official soft drink of Texas. Not yet. Are talking about it, popular. And uh, despite the uh, the Dublin upheaval and the sugar product and all that. But then we have, you know, the, the largest university in the Metroplex is doing away with it. They're, uh, Bud knows more about this than I do, but they are going to uh, Pepsi as their vendor. At UT Arlington. At UT Arlington. And uh, that means they will drop Coke and Dr. Pepper. And uh, I don't know, are, are there picket lines yet? Are there student protests? Is it a hotbed of I, I, I got a notice already about the protest coming at 11, I think. So it's like, <laughs> uh, well, maybe that was about... Um, Maybe that was about the government shutdown. I'm not sure. It's a, but the Dr. Pepper shutdown is what's really affecting students at UT Arlington. Because there's no Pepsi equivalent to Dr. Pepper, is there? Uh, not that we know of. That's what we were trying to think. I remember, and this is this shows my age. I know Coke has Mr. Pibb. And I remember that there used to be a product named Dr. Wells mm-hmm. that was a uh, – it was actually a little sweeter than Dr. Pepper. It tasted really good. 
I looked that up today. That was made by Dad's Root Beer. I always assumed it was made mm-hmm. by Pepsi. So Pepsi has no substitute. You know, you can just have Pepsi, Pepsi, and more Pepsi. I, I have to point out that there are many places near UTA where you can get a Dr. Pepper. Uh, when I went to college at UTEP, I did stuff at the student union all the time, but I wasn't nailed down there. I went to a lot of stuff around campus. So how big a deal is this? That this raises the possibility that there may be scalping of Dr. Pepper on campus. Yeah, or Dr. Our, Pepper Underground. Con, yeah, bootleg Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper. Bootleg Dr. Pepper. Yeah. Contraband Dr. Pepper mm-hmm. may be smuggled on campus or brought on campus mm-hmm. since the university has apparently sold its soul to, uh, to have you know, Pepsi machines. Otherwise, let's see, we've got, so we've got the Dr. Pepper news, and then what's the other uh, dining news going on this week? Oh, we, by the way, we're at UTA. We should mention the new vegan restaurant over there. Well, okay, so the, the, we've had a lot of small openings uh, in the past week since the last podcast, um, and the, the, the restaurant that Bud um, refers to is uh, Down to Earth, which is a vegan vegetarian food truck, but they have a brick and mortar, which is... Correct me if I'm wrong. It's inside another restaurant. Is that correct? It is in College Park. I think it's a standalone in College Park. If you're vegan, it's a small restaurant. It's not going to be the the size of like Spiral Diner, but it does bring some more vegan food to Arlington. Um, There's a lot of, I think, offbeat little places that have uh, opened the past week. Um, Joe Risky of the Risky Barbecue family opened a barbecue stand inside Wild Acre uh, Wild Acre Brewing Company, which is just southeast of downtown Fort Worth. It's uh, a little hidden, um, just a little bit south of Lancaster. But I've been to Wild Acre a few times, and people find it. It's, right. it's quite popular. Uh, and Joe Risky's Barbecue is a good reason to go find it. Cowtown Brewing has the uh, Big D Barbecue from Mansfield at Cowtown. So now Wild Acre has Joe Risky's. And Cowtown is just... Um, it's just on the I would say I would call it the northeast edge of downtown. It's off of uh, Belknap. Right. It's it's across from the Sonic. That's there's your landmark. Yeah, so. the Sonic at Weatherford and Belknap. And if you're coming into downtown, what piece of advice is to slow down by the Sonic because often the um, police are sitting there waiting for the people coming off the freeway to go just a little too fast on Belknap and Weatherford. What what other news this week? So I probably the biggest Grub Burger Bar was Grub Burger I, Bar. I hadn't put two and two together until I read your review pointing out that Grub Burger Bar has some characteristics, you know, you know, reminiscent of Hop Dotting. Right. I I had been to a Grub Burger Bar in Dallas several years ago. Um, I think they opened in Dallas around 2015 on Greenville Avenue. I, I didn't remember that much about it, but then I, I go in here. Even the uh, kind of the aesthetic of the restaurant with the uh, the bar kind of being a, a centerpiece, it's not quite as in the center. This is in uh, far north Fort Worth on Heritage Trace Parkway, uh, across from Alliance Town Center, and it um, the bar is a little off toward the back of the restaurant. It's not quite in the center as it is in most Hop Dotties. They have the gourmet burger menu with a, with um, some unusual touches. One of their burgers is a luau burger, which not only has um, pineapple on it, but it also has chipotle sauce, so it's kind of a weird fusion of a burger. Um, they also have a scorpion burger that um, has scorpion sauce. It has habaneros. It has jalapenos. It's for the, the spicy food lovers. Haven't tried it yet. Apparently, you can get it even hotter for a buck more, and it comes with a scoop of ice cream to cool you down. I basically just had the straightforward bacon cheeseburger, and I liked it. There were touches that reminded me of Hop Dottie, 
Um, and touches that didn't. Um, one of the things I like is you get to choose your own table. The hop dotties have been to recently. If you're assigned yeah. a table, and you said it's a five inch burger and not a four inch bun. It's a it's a bigger burger than hot yeah. dotties. Yeah. yeah, it's it's definitely um, um, a larger burger. Um, I really liked the um, shake I ordered with it. With Cocoa the, puffs yeah, on a shake. Yeah, it's, this is a limited time offer. I think they're just doing it in January and February. But it's a a Cocoa Puff shake. Um, that actually tasted like Cocoa Puffs, topped with whipped cream, topped with more Cocoa Puffs, and with a brownie. It's actually a Cocoa Puff brownie shake. And if you um, aren't working like I was, or if your company doesn't mind, you can get it spiked, so you can get an alcoholic version of it. They have a, a few alcoholic, uh, version, uh, alcoholic shakes, spike shakes. They have one shake that's called the ET. It has Reese's Pieces on it. You need to say where this is, because people it are is, getting really hungry now. It is... On Heritage Trace Parkway, there's a ton of restaurants at Alliance Town Center, but it's on the north side of Heritage Trace Parkway, um, east of 35, north of Heritage Trace Parkway, in a strip where a shell shack is going to be opening probably within the next month or two. Um, face The rear of the restaurant faces Blue Stem Park, which is a nice little prairie okay. park um, in uh, far north Fort Worth. And there's a really nice patio that during the nicer weather, so, you know, Friday, when it's 70 degrees, you're going to like, like it when it gets to be in the 20s this weekend when the Blue Norther comes through, you might not want to use the patio. So this is the nicest craft burger place in North Fort Worth now, so. Um, yeah, it, yeah, it's, it's. I actually think even though uh, Pardon, Liberty. Does Nukes have any good? I don't, I, I don't know. It's been a while since I've been to Nukes. I don't recall. They, they do have burgers, but it's not the, the okay. biggest craft burger place up there, I think, is um, Red Robin. And uh, there used to be a Liberty Burger, so we segue into that. Because where there where used the, to be, where the Liberty Burger used to be. Where the Liberty Burger used to be and uh, is uh, Tacos Chilangos, which is run by these same guys that ran that Liberty Burger in far north Fort Worth in uh, Presidio Junction, which is on the west side of the freeway and is a sprawling center with a lot of restaurants and some retail you have Presidio Junction on one side of the freeway. You have Alliance Town Center on the other side of the freeway, and there are probably more than 50 restaurants between them. Well, the, uh, now, other news we've got it. This is uh, the second week of this little winter restaurant week that has, uh, has a lot of uh, um, restaurants serving to benefit the Tarrant Area Food Bank. Uh, some of the big uh, dinners you can have for the next week $39 specials at Fixture, Cat City Grill, or at Rise Souffle, which is a great deal for Rise. Uh, there are some restaurants with $49 dinners, some restaurants with a few restaurants with $29 specials, and all that you can look on winterrw.com and find all the uh, charity benefit. Obviously, it's another publication is presenting it, but it's a food bank benefit, so let's talk about it and go out and support it. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm friends to people uh, with people at other at that other publication, and I'm I'm married to someone who's part of their operation. <laughs> so you know it, you know it, it's all good for the food bank and. Uh, you know, please go out and, and uh, help out the food bank and dine out at some of these restaurants that are really kind of in the in the uh, in the zone here between holidays and stock show where the business is slow. So Winter Restaurant Week is a good thing for them. Uh, you know, what other food news do we have? We have uh, oh, when we were in Arlington, I should have talked about going to the new Cartel Taco Bar. The Cartel is in Urban Union. It's um, next to the Tiki Bar, which I wandered into by mistake, and it's sort of like a uh, it's sort of like Velvet Taco. It kind of uses the taco as the as the uh, backdrop, as the canvas to uh, 
paint a uh, to, to to serve up food. I had a, a taco with blackened chicken, bacon, and mac and cheese on it, which is not something you're going to find in Oak Cliff. Not not something for the taco purist. Right. So, but uh, I'm not a taco purist. I'm not a burger purist. Uh, I mentioned tacos chilangos. I think that is more for the taco purist because yeah. you can get carnitas there. You can get barbacoa. Mm-hmm. Um, they had uh, the vegetarian offerings included uh, nopalitos, the cactus taco. So um, that's more down to earth. It's more, you know, choose your filling, choose your choose your tortilla, choose your filling, choose your toppings. Um, it's a little bit of a gamble because it's not far from Fresco Taco Spot, which is on North Tarrant Parkway which also does the street style tacos. And again, you choose your, choose your tortilla, choose your filling to choose your topping. Um, so a little competition there. I'm curious how the tacos Chilangos is going to do. And I'm also trying to clarify, Chilangos I, I discovered yesterday is, a, is slang for a resident of Mexico City. And uh, a lot of the sources I looked at on this say that it's actually sort of a derogatory term because it sort of refers to a, snob and, a snobbishness of people who are either natives of Mexico City or have moved to Mexico City from other parts of Mexico. Oh, okay. And uh, despite that, there are tons of places across the Southwest with either Taco El Chilango or Tacos Chilangos. There's even a Chilangos in the... Um, uh, food hall on Berry Street, uh, Americano. In Americano. But I don't think it's related to this tacos, Chilangos, and I've been trying to clarify that. Yeah. Um, so you have the. Can't use the same name for the for a restaurant so in the have, same county. That's you have the purest tacos up in um, North Fort Worth. You also have practically every taco chain you can think of, except for Taco Gabbana, which moved out of the um, Presidio Junction, closed its location, Presidio Junction. Which makes me think about the. Um, the reader wrote us this week about the expanded menu at Fuel City Tacos. And besides the $1.62 tacos, which they've always had, uh, they now have breakfast tacos all day. They have burritos and bowls and quesadillas for $5.31. Uh, and then they have house-made salsa, guacamole. And they have a whole menu now of the Fuel City patio. It's not just uh, not just tacos. And is this both parent locations? Is it one inside the I, I, I as couldn't well? tell. It looks to me like it is the... Uh, Haltom City location, but I assume it's something similar at the Saginaw location. You know, I went to the Saginaw location, which has a burger grill, which was a very good burger, too. So, um, Oh, speaking of burgers, I need to mention before we go that um, I went to stop and get one this week in Richland Hills. It's on Baker Boulevard in Richland Hills. We have a lot of good convenience store hamburgers. This was a uh, prime chuck, uh, all-natural prime chuck convenience store burger. Uh, with lettuce, tomato, but he also has uh, caramelized onions, uh, grilled jalapenos. The toppings are great. It was one of the best convenience store burgers, I think. The next time we have a burger battle, uh, which may, you know, which, my gosh, I need to lose some weight and get ready for that already. <laughs> but I think stop and get one probably needs to be tested next time we have a burger battle. So that's stop and get one on Baker Boulevard at Hanley Eaterville Road. Yeah, and which brings up the convenience store tacos, which this became part of the uh, Twitter conversation when we brought up Fuel City tacos because there was the usual, almost anything like this is is like with a following like this, some people would be like, oh, it's overrated, you know, or I wasn't that impressed or, you know, and then it has its huge following. So um, 
I don't know if Steve or Bud, I know I haven't been to this, but two places we've been hearing good things about are Tacos Mariachi. On Sylvania. Which is in a convenience store at 4th and Sylvania. Um, near uh, near the brewery. Over near the Martin House Brewery. In fact, right. I think they occasionally serve tacos at, at Martin Day. House, yeah. And there is, um, I believe it's called El Patron. El Patron, Patron is on uh, Jacksboro Highway at a university. In a, in a gas station there. We've heard... I. I don't know if I don't think any. Of I, I went there when it first opened, and I thought it was good. There was a previous tenant there that was good too, so I liked El Patron. I think the one I always hear about is the one at uh, Cooks Lane and Thirty in the Shell Station. I can't think of the name of that, but everybody's got a favorite convenience store taqueria. Or and the convenience store. We we just we could do a whole podcast on convenience store food, but uh, we need to go out and do research. Well, um, until next time, tell us where to go. And uh, Steve Wilson's our producer. He's been very quiet this week. Uh, Steve, do you want to say hello or goodbye? Do you want to say uh, anything? Uh, hello, hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we try not to work him. He's got a cough this week, so we're also be... trying to find out which tacos or burgers he's going to have. For yeah, lunch. he's he's mm-hmm. he's going to go out and eat all this and let us know what's good. So until next week, I'm Bud Kennedy. I'm Robert Philpott and Steve Wilson. We'll